Hello, beautiful human. Thanks for letting us into your ears today. We are about to catch up with Ed Sheeran. He is introducing a whole new era of music. It starts with bad habits. We're going to dissect all of it, his life right now, and so much more. Please share this podcast with those you care about and let us know who we should talk to next at Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. I am so excited to talk to Ed. Yeah, let's go. Let's jump right in. Hello, beautiful human. My name is Zach. That is Dan. Hey. And uh, Ed Sheeran is here on the Zoom machine. Woo! How you doing? Woo! <laughs> uh, living. I'm very excited because we have a new era of music coming. It, it, that's the right thing to expect once you put out a single, Bad Habits, correct? Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, the album, the album's done. I've just been... The weird, the weird thing about it, uh, usually when I make an album... Throughout the process, I'll have people around my house, we'll have dinner, we'll have some beers, and then I'll play the album, and then I'll work out what songs are good and what songs are bad. And I just haven't had that this time, so I sort of made this record, and now I'm, like, starting to play it to people and being like, is it good? And getting a validation, like, I had lost my confidence in it last year, and now I'm kind of getting validation on the record that people actually like it, especially the first, the first single people are really, really excited about. So that's, um, that's good. That's interesting. Do you lose sight of it when you're so thick into it? Yeah, dude. I like write like I'm not exaggerating when I because I've I've done two albums and I've basically like written about 250 songs and in that like I'll write like 50 ballads and at that point like how do you work out what's good if you can't play them to people? I'm kind of like because they're all sort of my musical children and I'm, yeah, so I've. Uh, I've just kind of been bouncing them off my wife, and uh, it's just been what she and I agree on, I guess. One that makes for a very different and uniquely special body of work compared to the other ones, right? Because the, the, the ears that you're using as a filter is that of your life partner. Um, but but is that usually your process? Do you usually make 250 songs or a couple hundred songs before you can narrow it down? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, that's why it's been, you know, I plus was 2011, multiply was 2014, divide was 2007. Like, it takes, like, years to... Do it. Like, yeah, I basically write songs and then whittle it down to the best ones. I mean, the only record that... I, I mean, I wouldn't class it as an album. I wanted to basically fling it out, but the collaborations project was one that I made that in, like, three weeks, and we just... I, I, Fred, the guy that made it, moved in in Nashville, and we just, like made 15 songs, found 15 artists, and then put it out kind of thing. But that, that, that was the only one that there was like no thought process to. It was just like, whatever happens, happens. But even that, you still made from scratch. You didn't go back and rework some of the songs that had just been sitting there because... No, 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 it's all, all, all scratch. But my, my writing process is... Uh, like, I got to work with Bruno Mars on the um, uh, collaborations project, and I've known Bruno for years, and his writing process is he'll, he'll like write... Like for uh, 24 Karat Magic, he has like nine tunes and he makes them perfect, like perfect nine tunes. Whereas mine, I'll, I'll like every day I'll write like five tunes and I might like write 25 in a week and one of them will be like all right. And then that will go on the maybe list. And then like you just you just you just whittle it down like that. So how did Bad Habits become the one out of the 250 songs you were you were sitting on? It was, do you know... So I'd finished the album, and uh, usually what I find is when I finish the album and the pressure's off, uh, I go in for like 
uh, one more session and then something random comes. So that's what happened with Sing and that's what happened with Shape of You and Thinking Out Loud came like that um, and Give Me Love on my first record. There's just like the no pressure, just I'm just going to write what, what, whatever. So I finished the album, we were mixing it and I went in for like one, one more session and uh, I... You know, it was when England had just announced uh, that it, everything was going to be opening up in June. And I had my first single picked and it was like this mellow, lo-fi, kind of sad, depressing song. And I was like, I don't know if I... And it was going to come out... My single was going to come out in June as well. And I was like, I don't know if, like, England opening up is aligned with the vibe of this song. And I, I just said, the guy that I was working with is a really great dance producer. I was like, should we just... I've never made a dance tune ever. I was like, should we just try and make... The, the perfect dance tune and uh, so we kind of like wrote it as a joke really not not a joke I say like we sort of wrote it just to be like what what if and um, then we finished it and we're like this is actually quite good so we uh, basically I mean it's been a long process of making it perfect same with Shape of You when I wrote Shape of You I'd like written it with someone else in mind and then as soon as I f f someone like my record label boss was like you have to finish this for you it takes a while for me to get my head around that and actually make it fit on the record. So when Bad Habits was done, it probably took like three months of me trying to like make it edified, if that makes sense, and get it to fit on the record. But I think it's, I think it's the best uh, song that I could come back with. I think that's interesting. Like, so you'll have a song done, and then you'll 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 fix the sonics of it to match the the, the overall album. Yeah, because I mean, often, often my, I'm writing songs and I, I'm not really, especially the ones that are like, like that. The the ones that end up being singles, just because I'm, I write as a singer songwriter. I'm very much a like acoustic guitar. I have a, a a shower at home that has brilliant acoustics. I walk in there and I'll sing and I'll and I'll write these songs. And those songs, uh, they fit on the records and they're like hundred percent me as a singer songwriter but the one you know if i did that for the rest of my life it would get really boring so the ones that are left of center is usually me trying something different but when i try something different i go oh this song i'm writing for so and so or like so and so and you have that person in mind it always used to be rihanna it was oh i'm writing this song for rihanna and then the song would happen and it would be left of center and yeah so that so yeah I, and and then often you realize the song's actually quite good but in its state that you write it in, you write it to fit for the artist that you're writing it for. And then I'm like, oh, I need to actually make this fit for, for my record, basically. So Bad Habits is, it is a personal story, right? It's about you. I mean, by the way, you look amazing. Yeah, I was going to say, you look incredible uh, like, right now. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, it almost makes me nauseous in, in a good way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. I, yeah, I think becoming a dad has really made me prioritize what, who I am, what I do, like my sleeping, obviously your sleeping pattern's like messed up. Do you really want your sleeping pattern to be messed up more by eating junk food and drinking spirits? You know, like, so for me, I kind of like three months before Lyra was born, actually, you, you know what the, the, the catalyst of it was? I was like, if my wife's water break breaks at any point, I want to be able to like drive a, yeah. And I don't want to be like, sat in front of the TV with a glass of wine and be like, oh, I can't, I can't drive you. So three months before, I was just like, knocked everything on the head. And it, I just kind of haven't really taken it back up, I guess. That just gave me goosebumps. Because like in that moment, like there's a new set of responsibility that like, a, like there's a switch inside of you. Yeah, no, it, there, there really is, man. And I feel like I don't want to be... I've had my, I've lived my, tw I've lived my 20s. Like I had a great time in my 20s. And I... 
I don't need to bring that in. I don't need to have any of that come into my daughter's life now. I feel like it's like that's I've lived it. I've been I've been and done it, and I feel. I, f- I feel like that box is ticked and I'm not saying like I, d- I still love a party, but I'm just not, uh, it's, I'm just in a different place now, I think. It's not a priority, yeah. It's not what yeah. you're looking forward to. You're looking forward to hanging out with your, your the, the human being that you created. It, it, yeah, and I mean, even now, like I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles at, at the moment and when I would come to LA before, it'd just be like out every night, you go for dinner, you'd catch up with so-and-so and so-and-so and you'd catch up with this person. And now, like, uh, thankfully, my wife got a week off work and she's flown over here with, with, with Lyra. And, you know, I have all these people being like, let's catch up, let's do this. And, and, you know, I'm kind of like, I just, like yesterday, me and Cherry just got a Mexican takeaway and sat and ate that, drunk a bit of wine and went to bed at 8.30. And it was like the perfect evening. And we didn't, it wasn't like a forced evening of trying to chase the party, you know? That's dad life. And d- does yeah. dad life change your creative process at all? Uh, it changes, yeah. I, I so my work now is very structured. It's very like I work nine to five. I go into the studio at nine and I finish at five, no matter what. I'm not like working till like four. Like I, I and I always say it if I'm working with a producer because some producers work mad hours. They work from like five p.m. to like midnight, and I'm like, if you don't show up at nine like or between nine and ten like i'm i'm off like i, I can't like we, we we're either working or we're not we're not working you know was it hard for you to get your creative juices to flow in that way or, or does it actually work out when you have a structure like that well i didn't write a song at all for the first six months i was just like pure dad i was just you know changing diapers every day and like i was doing the cooking the cleaning i was kind of just i, I wanted to be present uh and then uh after six months i was like right let me get structure in i have a home studio you know i'd have a uh you know i'd do, be doing vocals with the, like her asleep on my shoulder type of thing it was, very, it was all very all very wholesome but um yeah i just got structure back and i found like that was when like bad habits was written and i've got another uh tune on the album that was written the same time that i think it's a single and i think uh yeah i got the mojo back but it was the first time in my life I'd taken that much time off writing songs. Yo, beautiful human. I got to hit pause real quick to talk about something that us humans are getting back to doing, which is getting out and being social and then taking photos. Come on, the best way to cherish and preserve a memory or a photo forever is by making it physical, making it tangible. Make that moment that you captured with your friends something that you can look at and hold on to for forever you got to check out myphoto.com to get it all done it is so awesome and so easy to use and it takes literally two minutes to create an awesome special product for your own wall or shelf and wow they make amazing gifts for your loved ones or really for yourself my photo doesn't you know just sell photo books they are like boring they actually do cool things they'll print your image directly on acrylic glass metal and a whole bunch of other you know things They'll turn your photos into keychains. They'll turn your photos into little tiny cubes that can go on your desk. I just did one of Lou, my dog, and it makes me so happy. You got to go to myphoto.com and check it out. That is myphoto.com. Order today and you'll get 20% off. And uh, yeah, your order will arrive in five days. So it gets there real quick. Prices start at just $12. So there's something for everybody. Use code Zach and get 20% off today at myphoto.com. This album represents something more than just uh, just music to a certain degree. It represents memories that you share with your daughter. Like that's 
Yeah, I think, do you know, I didn't want to make an album about being a dad, though. So there's, there's actually only one tune on the album that's about being a dad. But the, the, I've had, you know, the collaborations record was like, it was written on tour in like three weeks, but I've actually been making this record since Divide came out. So for the last four years, and there's been so many changes in my life. There's, I've had like a really good, really good friend pass away. I've got married. I've had a kid. I've like bonded with my dad a bit more. I've like lost friends. I've gained friends. I've like uh, there's there's been so uh, like a roller coaster of uh, emotions, and I've tried to capture it on individual songs and make this body of work that reflects the last four years of my life. I guess. So when you listen back. Is it almost like diary passages? How do you? Of listen? course, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Every every song is like a specific moment in time that captures how I felt then. And a lot of the time, I don't feel like it anymore. Like I've had like super dark dips, and like I would write songs in those times. And now I sort of listen back to it, and I'm like, oh wow, like <laughs> I'm glad I'm not there anymore. You, you kind of need to document those moments, right? Like, to, and be able to reflect on them so you can, I don't know, there's there's positivity in that, even though it's dark. Absolutely, yeah. I think, you know, I, th I think being, uh, I feel like everyone everyone's having this sort of realisation. I think for me it was like just growing up and realising that my youth was over, if that makes sense. Like, I'm like, I'm like 30 years old now and I'm, you know, I, it, it, it kind of the catalyst was my mate dying in... Um, March and I was suddenly like because I'd only ever had grandparents die and I feel like when you grow up you know your grandparents are going to die because everyone else's grandparents are dying and it's just part of life and you're like that happens but I think when my friend passed away I was like oh wow like this is actual real life this is like this is when youth ends and you start actually having to be an adult and it all happened around the same time of like coming to terms with being a dad and coming, coming to terms with being 30 you know like I'm kind of I've had 10 years in the music industry. I'm sort of thinking when the tour ended with Divide, like Divide was the biggest album that I'd ever had and it had been the biggest tour ever of, of any tour that sold. And I got to the end of the tour and I was like, what if this is the peak? Like, what if like my career peaks here and everything's downhill? So I was sort of coming to terms with that as well. And it's just, with, with the album, I feel like it reflects all of this. And I'm, uh, I'm really, really proud of it. Do you write as you feel or do you feel and then write? Uh, it kind of happens. I find it like I don't go to therapy. I know therapy is like a big, a big thing everywhere in 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 the world. But I've always found my therapy is writing songs. And any time I felt joy or felt depressed or felt like, like anything, I will write it instantly. A song comes out, and out of situations, I'm like, if I've had like a really really bad month and a song comes out of it, that song will sit on the album and forever be a joyous thing that came from sadness. Does that, does that make sense? You can be like, this is a great, a great reflection and I've got something beautiful out of it that I can now share with the world that will live on forever. And I'm glad I lived this month because this exists. And through that you heal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you, uh, I think, you know, I listen back to songs on Multiply and Plus and I kind of like, it, they're reflections of how I felt at, at the time, but it's a beautiful snapshot of like, even if it came from a really dark place, there's a beautiful snapshot that has come from, it's like some, if you see like bits of art that have obviously come from tortured, I'm not saying I'm a tortured artist, but you know, you see like a Francis Bacon or, 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 or something, you can look at that and be like, not that I'm glad he felt that way, but I'm like, I'm glad that this bit of art exists that's come from of that. that. Yeah. yeah, because 
emotions have been felt, people have been touched, the world has moved in a better position or a better direction because of it. Yeah. Yeah. This has suddenly got really deep. I like it. <laughs> will you still be able to play this whole album with just you and a loop pedal, or will this new album have to bring in a whole band? BBC, you had a band, yeah. I did, yeah. I'm sort of, I'm sort of testing the water with it because I've kind of, I, I've, I've played with a loop pedal for like 15 years, and I'm like, do I, do I keep? Do, is this my unique selling point, or is this like something that I need to build on? So I'm sort of testing the water with it. I'm doing like little spot shows here and there. Um, TV things. I've always used bands for uh, for TV shows, but I uh, yeah, I, c I can do everything with a loop pedal, and I can do everything with a band, and I just need to work out what's better. I know what, I know what my fans prefer, but um, I just need to I need to work out what the next step for my career is. I never want to get stagnant and like comfortable. I want to always keep chal challenging it. What what's the point if you're comfort right? Like comfortable because comfort is like the key to death in my opinion because then you just you succumb almost. Yeah, and I feel like you can be comfortable when you're like, when my when you become a quote unquote heritage artist, and then you're tour. It's no longer like your new release is like the new thing you tour. You're just touring. I feel like that's the point where you're you're safe, and you're just you know you go and see the. I've seen the Rolling Stones a couple of times, and it's kind of kind of the same show. They play they they play the hits, and and that's what people want to go and go go and see. But if you go to a Taylor Swift tour, every single tour is different, and it all has its own. Its own thing, but there would become a point with every artist where it just becomes the 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 well, just the greatest hit store, I think, because it it sort of uh, hopefully that's what we're all aiming for. I think I could really talk to you for quite some time. I know we got to go. I'm getting the angry finger, <laughs> um, but please, album time. Our studio is open. We have a bunch of radio stations. Would love to play the entire album top to bottom. On that 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 would be amazing, man. That would that would be really really great. And I'd love to come in 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 person. I'm sure you get this a lot, but I end up watching your guys' interviews with other artists like all the time, and I really re really enjoy it. Uh, casual. I'm gonna go vomit in the corner. I really appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you for your time and energy. And but, I would really, our couch is open for you at any moment in time, Ed. Thank you, and thanks for such a wonderful interview, guys. It's always, yeah, lovely. Uh, please, anytime. Y you make it great. Love and appreciate you. Have a great day. Nice one, guys. Thank you. Later. Thank Peace you. Love. Thanks. Hey, beautiful human. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation with Ed Sheeran. I appreciate you beyond. Thank you. Thank you. Let us know who you're listening to or who we should talk to next at Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. Please be safe if you can hug your family and don't go to jail. Have an amazing day. We'll talk to you soon. Peace and love.